Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, everybody now starts talking shit about this particular friend, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to be the friend who joins in on the talking shit? Mm-hmm. And if you are, that's a sign to kind of step back and you all have to assess, why are we talking shit about this person? Mm-hmm. What's the context, right? Yeah. Is what we're talking about Something that maybe we need to call that person in mm-hmm. to kind of have a conversation with them about it. Right. Or is it that maybe we don't need to be friends with this person if we're clearly all not agreeing with what they're doing? For sure. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Our quote of the day. My girls. They make me smile a little brighter. Make me laugh a little louder. And make me live a little better. I'm going to say that one more time to get us set in our space today. My girls. They make me smile a little brighter. They make me laugh a little louder. And they make me live a little better. T. Your girls. Your girls. Well, let me just say. Lady, 
If you are new to the podcast, Dom and I are in person. We have not been in person in a very long time. And you may or may not have heard us say this in our last episode, but we're both recording. Dom came up to San Francisco to visit me in person so we can do some business stuff. And even though she's only been here for like, what, two days at this point, we've had so much fun. It has definitely filled my cup. And when you were reading this quote, I was just thinking about, yeah, we definitely have laughed a lot right before this video. We had some we had some moments mm-hmm. with Snapchat filters and just do, being silly. And there are just so many times when I am with my girlfriends, we're hanging out, we're catching up, and I realize how important that is. Yes. After a lot of times it's after the fact. You know how sometimes you just go long periods of not being together, like we've yes. done because of work and life, and then you hang out and you're like, I need more of that. There's nothing of like that girlfriend's link up. What about you? Yes. I, you know, I was feeling that too, right? And I think this episode, like, so lady, if you're watching us on video, there's a quick moment that was occurring on the video that will let you know that kind of also kind of sets the groundwork for this episode, mm-hmm. right? Like, I literally, we're, we're recording in person and literally I had some lipstick on my teeth. I'm a, if you're watching the video, you're about to see me do all the things to like check to see, like you getting a cup clo- up close to my teeth. <laughs> like, and Terry motioned to me to like lick my teeth because my lipstick was on my teeth. That's when you know that's your girl. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like to let you know, girl, you got some lipstick on your teeth or to let you know you got some friends hanging from your nose, right? Like, yes. <laughs> And so I think that that's, I think that that's, a, that's a good grounding for, and we can laugh about it, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like, like, what you trying to say? It's not like you're defensive. It's just like, girl, I'm trying, you know, I like, you. thank you, girl. Like I immediately, like, I was like, oh, oh yeah. let me fix it. You know, that's what this conversation is about today. Before we jump into our girl code and just cover these different situations and like share our perspectives, I'm going to share a quick story of years ago when Don was like extremely honest with me about something. And I really appreciate it. I don't know if you'll remember. I didn't even share this with her before we started, but years ago, (laughs) it's so funny to me. So years ago, we had did a giveaway on our podcast and I was giving away my Vera Wang wedding dress to commemorate my grandmother's life because we were super close and she passed away. And so we were creating all this content for that. And I remember sharing Dom. I had like this one picture of me and my grandmother from my wedding day and the other ones, they just weren't suitable because of like the lighting or whatever. So I found this one picture. It wasn't the best picture because it just wasn't the best picture. And I'll tell you in a minute why, but I sent it to Dom. Like I'm thinking about using this picture. And she said, this is, we were still building our relationship at this point, but she said it so kindly and so sweet. And she was just like, um, and do you have another picture that you could use? And that was hint for, boo, this ain't the one. <laughs> and she was like, it doesn't really look like you're like smiling in the picture. Like it's not really genuine. Yeah. I remember I can visualize the picture and basically the sun was in my face. So I was kind of squinting and I look, you, you got to be on Patreon to see the video. But I was yes. like, like that. It was just something, it was like a weird smile going on. Like my grandmother looked good. wasn't your, like, yeah. you wasn't your best. Right. Yeah. And because that was the only picture where you could really see the dress, that's what it was. It was the only picture where you could see the dress really well. I wanted to use it, but 
Don was so kind enough not to set me up like that because I was just like, oh, I'm just going to do it. But it did look a hot mess. Like I did not look really good in the picture. And so she said it in a way where it was like, girl, you got my back. I appreciate that. Cause she should, she could have just been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna let her look a hot mess to post this picture. She didn't have anything to do with it, but she looked out for me. So that's kind of what we want to talk about yeah. today. You remember that? <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the first thing here. The first topic I guess we'll cover is speaking or acknowledging the presence of another black woman when appropriate, of course. And I know for me, Don, when I think about this at this big age and where I am in my life, when I see other black women at conferences or on the street, my vibe is always to my intentions and vibe is always to be pure and supportive. Like whatever this black sister is doing, I'm walking down the street just to at least give a look like, Hey girl, I see you. That head nod. The head nod, right? Like I'm black, you black, I see you. We, we in this together. Right or at a conference, you know, seeing other black women, the vibe is always to, it's never to be nasty or to hate or be envious. Even if she looked bomb and I'm looking busted that day, like, damn, since you look good, like just giving compliments, being complimentary. So, okay. I see you twins. Okay. Okay. We don't even know that Mm -hmm. person's name, but we we are calling out and acknowledging the thing that, that we're wanting to compliment. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, just that level of I see you mm-hmm. because we are in spaces where so often we aren't seen. Yeah. Or yeah. our presence is there's a lot of negativity associated mm-hmm. with our presence. And so to see another black woman yes. that no, I don't need to know your yeah. story. Yeah. I just want you to know that I see you. Like, I feel like I saw this on Twitter. Hopefully the the person who wrote this on Twitter doesn't listen to the podcast. So I may butcher it. But basically there was a black woman saying how she saw or she had worn this like cream turtleneck sweater or something somewhere. And there was another black person in the same space. And they were like, OK, Carl Thomas, I see you. And like they knew exactly who. And no, you know, exactly. Yeah. You just yeah. know we know our we know our yeah. people, you know, so that's. I think that's important to speak or at least acknowledge the presence of another black woman wherever you see them. Yes. The next one we kind of cover this is, oh no, we didn't posting bad pics because only you look good in them. So like if me and Dom take a picture, we've done photo shoots together, yes. right? Yeah. Well, we have we have experiences and we've t- done a photo shoot. And there's a picture where I'm like, oh, I look so cute here. And maybe Dom doesn't like the way that she looks in the picture or it's just not the best angle or maybe she blinked or something. And then I go and post the picture anyway, just because I looked cute, but maybe Dom didn't or vice versa. Right. Right. But Dom looks bomb in the picture and I'm looking weird and she posted anyway. That's kind of that's kind of foul. I think that that violates girl code, in my opinion. It does. You could crop somebody out. It's fine with that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing that like as women. Mm hmm. That's something that we know to do for each other, right? Yes. To check in, to be like, so, all right, I'm getting ready to post. I want to post this photo mm-hmm. that you're in. What do you think? Yes. And if I and if you don't give permission and I really want to post my half of this photo, mm-hmm. this half right here is just going to get cut out <laughs> so that we can see all this right here, right? But I recognize, too, that, like, I have a guy friend mm-hmm. who is notorious for not paying attention to all of that. Yes. And it's not intentional. He just isn't. Yes. He sees himself. Uh-huh. He sees he looks good. Mm-hmm. And he posted. Mm-hmm. And then we have to call him in. Take that motherfucker. And be yeah. like, 
For real. Okay. Crop us out. Yes. <laughs> Please. Crop us out. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. It's all good. You can have your feet. You do look. You're cute. Yes. You're cute, boy. You're cute. Okay. We not. Exactly. Take the rest of us Just out. Photoshop us out. Crop us out. Come on. But I remember us doing that with the photo shoot pictures. We're like, what do you think about this? When we have like a file of like approved pictures, because you want to make sure you're looking yes. your best on social media. People can be, you know, yes. opinionated and all that. So this next one is my favorite, or that's the previous one. This next one is my favorite. This is aligning on outfits. So we do this often. Like I yes. do this with pretty much all my girls. I remember recently I was, we were going over one of my homegirls' house for a play date. Shout out to Amelia. Hey girl, we were doing a play date. And I remember texting her like, hey girl, like, what do you wear? Just like to get more information. Like, what are you wearing? So I know what to, how to dress. Cause what's I don't want to be, yeah, what's the vibe? Cause I don't, I, I don't want to be that friend where I'm bust down. You know what I mean? Like I got my shit on, I'm looking mm-hmm. boom. And then everybody else got on sweats and now I'm the one that's, you know what I mean? I want us looking to make extra. sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Dom and I text about that. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans. And it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. What I love most about Black stories, Black truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and Our Favorite Rich Auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. 
throughout the whole trip. It's like, all right, girl, what you wearing? Here's what I'm going to wear, girl. This is my look. I'm, I'm going to put a little bit of makeup on. I'm going to dress up. And if your friend don't have her stuff or something like that, it's like, all right, I'm going to dress down too. Because I legit text before, like before, <laughs> before I came out here. So exactly what's our plan? Because I need to know what to pack. Like, so we have these conversations so that we're all on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that we out here twinning. No. Because that's not my vibe no more. Yes. But. <laughs> if that, <laughs> that was your vibe with yes. your girls, like, then at least, like, everybody be on the same page. Yes. And I think also, too, recognizing that within that, that you know your, you know your girls. Mm-hmm. You know. Some of us have that friend that is always going to be extra. So if we say today is just a sweats kind of day. Yeah. They still going to be head to toe fly Mm -hmm. and fully coordinated Mm -hmm. in their sweats. Exactly. And that's cool. That's totally cool. That's just not the vibe the rest of us is on. And at least we at least they knew to be in their sweats. Exactly. And not they five inch heels. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I feel like I was going to say something else about this topic and I can't remember. So maybe we'll just dive into the next one. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Which is vetting selfies or just pictures and things in general. I feel like just having a friend that you can text like, hey, what do you think about this picture? I'm going to post this picture. Like I usually do that with my best friend. Like where I'm like, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. Should I post this one or this one? And then we'll like analyze each other's pictures and we'll do it, you know, do it for, uh, I don't know about that one. Just to, you know, because sometimes they may see something that you don't see. And I think being honest and real, I remember what I was going to say, is important. But I think some of this time as we're going through this list, I feel like this is a list for confident women. Because I I remember a time in life when I may not have been as secure. So if maybe I wanted to, maybe I was going out with friends and I wanted to be the one who appeared to be more stylish or look better because of whatever I was struggling with internally. So I didn't want to let you know, like, hey, I'm addressed this way, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's something to point out too. I think that is a good point. And so I think that takes us to this next one, right? Not being too friendly with your homegirl's partner. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. What? That's tricky. It is. There's a lot of context. Yes. Context needs to be mm-hmm. right, right? So, how are we defining too friendly? Mm-hmm. Right? For me, I think it's knowing your friend, mm-hmm. knowing, having some knowledge of their partner, right? And understanding everybody's rules of engagement. Yes. Right? Like, I know people, I have lots of friends who are huggers. Yes. Like, that is, we hug. Right. That's what we do. Yeah. Right? When we greet each other, it's a a hug. Yeah. And it's not that little friendly church pack right there. It's just like, like, it's a hug. If I know how you and your partner tend to generally interact, Mm -hmm. right? And what boundaries are there between you and your partner? Yeah. That's generally how I'm going to engage. Right. And I'm also going to let 
my friend take the lead on how I should engage with their partner. Yes, that is a good point. I would agree with that 100%. I thought about, you know how back in the day when older, I feel like our older, like the elders would be like, oh, you being fresh. Mm-hmm. When I think of friendly, I think being friendly is important. Like you need to be friendly. You don't want to be cordial nasty. To yeah, yeah, cordial to everybody. But I'm thinking about those moments like being fresh. And I have a couple examples. So one, I had a girlfriend who she said that her and her husband would hang out with one of his old friends and she would always have her titties out. Like she would, they would literally mm. go and she would also want to sit next to the husband at the, when they were mm-hmm. doing their little like, you know, party at three lunch or dinner. Yeah. And she would always like, you really went above and beyond with your outfit and now your titties all just out and mm-hmm. leave it. You know, everything's mm-hmm. just pushed up and you want to be on his face that it was like that whole thing. And then so At boundaries the, aren't being respected. Boundaries aren't being respected. And then I think the other thing is, I remember recently, you know, hanging out with a friend couple and we usually, you know, we're usually a hugger, right? But I wasn't going to be the one to initiate the hug and right. it didn't happen. So I was like, I'm not about to go hug her husband. Like, I'm cool. Like, there's no right. need for me to do that. If he comes over and like, hey, sis, cool, but I'm not going to be the one to initiate it because- yes we're not that familiar with one another. Like it's not that type of, we don't have a rapport outside of this setting and it felt weird to me. So I was just like, okay, cool. Like every, there's no bad feelings. It was just like, cool. And I think, I think my husband and her may have even hugged, which is totally fine. It was like, cool. Mm -hmm. But her and me and her husband didn't. And I was like, cause you always, we went over to their place and it was kind of like, I don't want to be put, I don't want to put anyone else in an awkward position and I'm not going to be the one to make things like yep. weird. So yep. I think you hit the nail on the head, knowing the boundaries and knowing the dynamic and whatever, you know, they sort of said, it's like, okay, cool. Yep. yep. So, so then that takes us to the next one. <laughs> letting, <laughs> letting your friend know if they have something in their teeth or like, so there's something generally like something in their teeth, something on their teeth, mm-hmm. a little friend hanging out their nose yes. or something happening with their hair or their outfit, essentially yes. letting them know if there's some type of appearance, we'll call it an appearance malfunction. Yes. That's hard. I it. like that. It's malfunction. I like it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a sign that you care. For right? sure. And I get that sometimes because I know what I, I used to in terms of like being more assertive mm-hmm. and like, or saying something that might make somebody uncomfortable. Yeah. I used to hesitate. Yeah. And I'm sure other people do on like, well, how do I say you got something hanging from your nose? Like, mm-hmm. how do I let you know? Yeah. How do you do it now? Like in a way that like isn't gonna embarrass you or whatever, yeah. right? It depends on the setting. Yeah. Right. So it might be that I might lean over and tell them, mm-hmm. right? Like, Hey girl, you, you got a little, you got a little, you got a little something in your nose, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or it might be that I'll like directly say, mm-hmm. bring them a tissue and say, you might want to wipe your nose. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so giving them some sort of clue, like, sure. or, hey sis, you got a little something mm-hmm. in your teeth, right? Yeah. But finding some way to let them know for sure or if it's something like with with their clothes i might most of the time i'm actually as i'm saying this i'm and yeah. really thinking about like my mental going through my mental rolodex right. and like thinking of actual scenarios yeah. oftentimes it's i will go up and whisper in their ear what the thing is okay 
if we're particularly if we're in a public setting. Oh my goodness, yeah. If it's like like right now, like you and I are just in the yeah. by ourselves, like I ain't got a whisper shit. Exactly. It's like you right, <laughs> right, right. Like and it's just a public. Exactly. But if I'm in a public setting, yeah. To help minimize their embarrassment, mm-hmm. I might whisper it to them for sure. Right. Like I think about instances where maybe we were outside mm-hmm. and we were sitting on the grass or whatever, and now they have a stain on the back of their pants. Mm-hmm. If I have a jacket or if I have something, I might walk up to them and wrap it around their waist and say and whisper like, you got something on the back of your pants. Mm-hmm. Or I might say, you got something on your back of your pants. Is it okay if I catch it for you? Right. Or do you want me to point it out? Yeah. Like some kind of way to test their level of comfort. Exactly. Essentially, I'm not going to leave you just out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. Exactly. I like that. I, I think those are all great options. I usually, kind of like what we did at the beginning of the episode, I'll yes. usually motion. I feel like that's easier. Instead of saying it sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on who it is, because usually I would want to do that for anyone that I right. notice it with. So if it's like a boogie and I just, I, sometimes if you just go like this, the person, the will, person also will automatically do mimic and so, you. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking, I didn't even have to break conversation. If you are watching on Patreon, you'll notice I just put my own tongue over my teeth and was like, and then Dom caught on and then, you know, mm-hmm. talked about that in the episode, which you heard. So I think that could be helpful as well. And that takes us to the next one, which is if a fellow lady requires feminine products and you have one to spare, share it. Yeah, that's, that's like common courtesy. Like that's, yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't even think we need to dive into a story about right? that. Right, like, no. Just know, like, Help us a style. Right. Mm-hmm. So then our next one. This is old school. I mean, do people still people, do this? People still do this, but people there's a lot of people who don't do this, and I'm so surprised when they. I am personally surprised when they don't. Yeah. Okay? You wait until your friend is in the house before you drive away. For sure. Now, maybe this is something that we might need to look up, like to find out, like where the origins mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. All I know is that it's a safety issue out here in these streets. Yes. And. I don't care. And I, and honestly, what I'll say is that it doesn't even matter who the gen, what the gender is of Mm -hmm. the friend. Yeah. Right. I'm dropping a friend off at home or whatever, dropping somebody off to their destination. Uh I am making sure that they get inside before I drive away. Absolutely. Like, or, and if they're in a situation where they live inside, like, they got to go through a gate, mm-hmm. like they live in an apartment building where they got to go through a gate and I can't see mm-hmm. the door that they need to get into to know that they're safe. I say, text me mm-hmm. once you're inside. Yep. That way I know that you are safe. Exactly. Like to me, and again, maybe doing some research on the origins of that, yeah. but to me, it's a safety issue. For sure. Yeah. I feel like we were raised to do that. I said it was old school because I feel like growing up, I saw my you know, grandparents and my parents do that. We would always do it for friends when I would drop them off. And so I grew up just seeing that being a reality and knowing that, oh, it's important to make sure that someone gets in safely. So I thought that was kind of common sense, but I think with this new generation and with the increase of these ride sharing apps, we're not used to people doing it usually, like when we take a Lyft and what, or an Uber. But you know what? Um, You know what? What? I actually pay attention to whether or not my rideshare driver waits for me to get inside. Have you had one do it? Because I'm thinking yeah. about it now. I've actually had one, mm-hmm. maybe more, but I that happened recently. So you've noticed that? Yep. 
Interesting. And I have actually, there's been a couple of times where... All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned to get those promo codes and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. What I love most about Black stories, Black truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and Our Favorite Rich Auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. And as I'm thinking about it, 
-hmm. it's usually an older black man. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That makes sense. That makes sense. And he will explicitly say, I'm going to wait until you get inside. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's dope. Like I, and that made me, I think the first time it happened, it made me start to pay attention to what other drivers are doing. Mm -hmm. And then what I've also had is older black women. Now that I'm thinking about it, older black women kind of do the same thing yeah. or, or, and they'll kind of maybe strike up conversation, especially because if I'm by myself, mm-hmm. they'll kind of strike up conversation about where I'm going to like kind of, and you could tell that it's not them being nosy, yeah. but it's more so about them wanting to make sure that I'm like safety, like exactly. making sure that I'm being safe about where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I love that for us. Okay, yeah. come on, Black people. The next one is never go after your friend's crush or ex. And I feel like what kind of goes hand in hand with this is like their close friend or their sibling or something like that without at least having a conversation. I think this is also one of those ones that's contextual. It all depends on the scenario. And again, going back to what we said earlier, I think we said it earlier, check in with your friends to see how they would want you to respond in some of these situations just so you know because if you have an ex and you're like girl bye i don't get i literally don't care or i don't like go ahead have fun right then it's like okay if that's if you get permission from your friend and your friend doesn't think it's weird or anything like that if that's what you feel led to do then do you here's the thing it's i think it's really important like you said about having the conversation to mm-hmm. understand where your friend stands on it because every friend is different and every friend has different and, and each relationship is different. So mm-hmm. even if your friend might have said, you know, that crush that I had in high school, that was, you know, that was my crush. Like, yes. you know, that was my, I was, I had it bad for this dude. First love. Right? Mm-hmm. I dated them. So if. We fast forward 20 plus years, you see him in the streets or yeah. on the app or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> you meet him and you like, Dom, guess who I ran into? Mm-hmm. And he wants to take me out. Now, keeping it, keeping it real, like it depends on where I'm at in life, yeah, how yeah. I respond, which mm-hmm. is why it's important to check in, right? Yeah, yeah. Because... If I'm in a good space in life and I'm in a relationship and I'm happy and things are good for me, more than likely, I'm going to say I might have that split second like, dang, like that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then, but my higher self, my real self in that moment, because I'm in a good space, mm-hmm. my real self, like I'm going to say, girl, go ahead and you got to let me know how that is because you know I've been wondering. You know okay. I want to know. Okay. Like, you got to let me know, yes. right? Yep, yep. I'm going to be happy for you. Exactly. And I'm going to want to live vicariously because <laughs> we know that I used to like dude, right? Exactly. If I'm not in a good space, it might be a different story. Even though it's so far, you know, it's so far, we're, we're so far removed from the experience of high school, right? You might still have some emotional or energetic ties to that nostalgic relationship so it is important to check in you never know that's a good point and then also siblings and friends right like if someone was like i want to talk to your sibling you would want to know like you want to know yeah have your friend ask you you know right yeah like yeah 
I think that I think the key is checking in. Checking in. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Now the next one here is if you arrive together, you leave together. Now this is there's another asterisk next to this one, okay? Because if we out, Chia, and we at the club and we having a good time. And your friend sees somebody that she vibing with, and she's like, "I'm trying to get that dick tonight." <laughs> I'm just saying it. Yes, yes. And you don't want to be cock blocking and be right. like, "No, girl, we came here together. We need to go together." She might be like, "No, boo, I got plans tonight." Like if she feels safe and okay. comfortable, mm-hmm. exactly. So I think gauging the situation, but also this might be a fun game to have to kind of like. You can make this episode a game, right? Talk to right. your friends about each of the scenarios. Like, okay, what would you want me to do in this situation? What would I do? What would I right. want you to do? You know what I mean? Right. So you can kind of, Because yeah. I think the thing too also depends on the level of friendship, mm-hmm. which is important, and where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Because I know some people are like, nah, I'm arriving by myself mm-hmm. because I know Y'all like to stay and hang and I have a bed. I have my boundary, right? Of my bedtime. Mm -hmm. So it's not even about me meeting somebody and going home with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's I know that I'm going to want to leave at a certain time. Yeah. I'm not trying to mess up anybody else's fun or have other people not respect my boundaries of wanting to leave. So I'm going to drive myself. I will meet yeah, y'all there. And exactly. we will still have a bomb time. Yeah. And when I'm ready to roll out, I'm yeah. out. I feel like this is also one of those like high school or like maybe college sort of mm-hmm. girl code codes, I guess, where you go out together in that setting. It can be a little different, yes. especially when alcohol is involved. But now with us being grown, yes. we at these big ages, we got cars and independence. It's a little different. Yes. Now the next one. Mm, kind of leads into, or it's kind of, uh, where's the word I'm looking for, y'all? It's related to the, it's related to the past yes. one. Rescue your homegirl if you see her being annoyed by a creepy guy. Now, we all know how it is when you're out and about and somebody's trying to get your attention and, <laughs> and you're like, I am not interested at all. Please save me, somebody. And if you see your homegirl, go help a sister out. Right. Like, Again, it's about communication. Yes. Having this conversation before you all go out mm-hmm. of like, what's the code? Yes. And if usually blink, it's a look. If I blink three times, mm-hmm. then that means this is not, this is not what's up. I, ne- I need some help. Mm-hmm. Having that conversation ahead of time. So that, yes. so, all right, Terry blinking her eyes exactly. three times. Is it <laughs> I'm going to go and save her. We're not going to leave her out here Mm -mm. with this guy. But then also, I think that's the thing, too, is paying attention to your friends, right? Yeah. So that when, in general, being Mm -hmm. safe. Because, like, on a serious tip, I think about recently the stories in the news about these young women who have been going on vacation Mm -hmm. with these supposed friends and end up getting killed. Mm -hmm. And that... it hurts my heart because it, and it also makes me wonder what is happening in these friendships. Are exactly. these people really your friends? Yeah. Because they are clearly violating friendship code here. For sure. Yep. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. Now our next one is the one that comes with a big ass asterisk. Ooh, okay. Tell your homegirl if her man is cheating on her. Now, I think this comes with an asterisk because 
One, people have various arrangements these days. You don't know what someone is okay with within the bounds of their relationship. Right. And so you don't want to be the person that goes to say something thinking that you're doing the right thing. And your friend is like, yeah, I know. He has a girlfriend. Okay. Like, okay. Or she has a hunch that he's cheating or they're cheating, but she's not ready to accept it and she's not ready to take action on it. And you say something and it disrupts her whole fantasy world of pretending that she doesn't know. Like there's so many different outcomes that you could have. So I think this is an important one that you should definitely ask your friends. Like, girl, if if I see some shit that's out of pocket, do I let you know? Right. Yeah. No, I think that's real. Like, because there are, and knowing your friends, right. And, and also be, mindful of what it is that you are actually observing. Now, don't go out here being a whole detective out here. That's not your role. Inspector Gadget, that's not your thing. (laughs) But be sure before you go and have the conversation, right? Like, have, like, receipts. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not talking about, again, we we don't need to be Inspector Gadget out here in the bushes snapping (laughs) pictures. We don't need to be Lord. P.I., okay. (laughs) <laughs> we not we we not trying to be TMZ, mm-hmm. but if you out and it's clear, mm-hmm. and I mean clear, meaning he is, we're just gonna use an example of a heterosexual relationship. Your friend's man is walking down the street mm-hmm. with his hands around the waist of a whole nother woman. That's not wrong. You. You walking behind him and then all of a sudden you see him lean over and give her a kiss. And it's mm. not like a little kiss on the cheek that you might give your grandma. Tongue of the damn. Right. <laughs> Obviously, that's something going on. Yeah. Right. You might want to snap a picture. Just snap a picture. You know. I'll get a video, whatever. Yeah. And share it with your friend. Mm-hmm. But if you see your friend's partner having lunch mm-hmm. with someone else. Yep. Everybody goes to lunch these days. Yeah. We don't, you don't know for sure mm-hmm. who this person is. Yep. It might not be your place to say. Mm-hmm. But coming back to the communication of having these conversations with your friends ahead of time mm-hmm. of when it's not even an issue. Yeah. Just having these general conversations of what are the things that you, like, where do you stand? What are the things that you need to know so that I know what to communicate with you? Mm-hmm. So then that takes us to our next one. Defend your friends in their absence. If you're not ready to defend your friend, is that your friend? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. your friend? Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm thinking about different scenarios of like, (laughs) if you're, okay, pretty wild, but like, let's say you're at like an event and there are a bunch of people around, Mm -hmm. right? And then all of a sudden they start talking about that stank ass, so Terry Lomax from the Cultivating Our Space podcast. (laughs) And so you're there by yourself and they talking shit. I feel like sometimes, especially the... Okay, we're using our tools from the Mm -hmm. last episode, right? Right. Like you're assessing the situation. And 
I think sometimes removing yourself from the scenario altogether is just like, okay, I'm they oh, that's what they on. Okay, I'm about to go dip versus right. like making a big scene like, no, she ain't stink. Only sometimes, or whatever you might say. <laughs> only sometimes. <laughs> only on Wednesdays, whatever you might say. Right. But like well, I don't it know, might be it might be safer to remove yourself yeah. from that moment, right? <laughs> or let's say mm-hmm. that it's your coworkers. Okay. Right? Okay. And so we're at an event and it's your coworkers talking shit. Yeah. And they don't know that I know you. Mm. Personally, mm. I might stick around mm-hmm. and keep quiet. Get the intel. Get the intel mm-hmm. and bring it back to you so that you are aware of what's being said about you behind your back. Yeah. Right? Now, I think about our younger women yeah. who are listening. Yeah. Because this is this is more typical. Mm-hmm. Not that it doesn't happen at any age. Yes. But it's more typical for our younger women who are like in their 20s, in college, maybe even a few of our, if we have any high school listeners, yeah. right? That if someone is talking shit about your friend, stand up for them mm-hmm. in that moment, right? Yeah. And also be mindful because what I tend to see is like with the college age population Mm -hmm. is that it's a group of folks sitting around. Exactly. Group of friends sitting around. Mm -hmm. That one friend is off doing something else, Mm -hmm. right? Not even, it it doesn't even have to be anything major, but they're off doing something else. Right. And everybody now starts talking shit about this particular friend, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to be the friend who joins in on the talking shit? Mm-hmm. And if you are, that's a sign to kind of step back and you all have to assess, why are we talking shit about this person? Mm-hmm. What's the context, right? Yeah. Is what we're talking about Something that maybe we need to call that person in mm-hmm. to kind of have a conversation with them about it. Right. Or is it that maybe we don't need to be friends with this person if we're clearly all not agreeing with what they're doing? For sure. Yeah, I like that. That's a very good tip there, Dom. That takes us to our next one, which is always keep their secrets. Like, seriously. Okay, because who's out here telling secrets, y'all? Come on now. I will tell you that I am the vault. There are many secrets that I have many secrets for many people that I have not mm-hmm. said a word about. I'm taking them to the grave. And that's just mm-hmm. that's just what I do. That's just that on that. That's just that on that. And that's on period poop. Keep them secrets too. <laughs> because that's the thing that how are you gonna be a trusted friend mm-hmm. if the things that they are saying that they, and particularly the things that they have explicitly said. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. When someone says don't tell nobody, Mm -hmm. here's a rule of thumb. If someone says don't tell nobody, Mm -hmm. before they even tell you, you make the decision. Are you willing to keep this a secret? Mm-hmm. Because if you are not, tell them not to tell you. Mm-hmm. Have that discipline to say, don't tell me. Yes. I will say, 
we're going to put a little asterisk next to that and say, if you, if you feel like you have to tell someone, tell your therapist. <laughs> Therapists can't say anything. I've definitely, there have been maybe a one or two situations where I was like, I gotta tell my therapist because this is just, this is a lot. Right. Because the thing is too, is that like, I've had friends say, I don't want this particular, like after mm-hmm. the fact, right? Yeah. They've said this particular secret. Mm-hmm. I don't want to engage in the keeping of this. Oh, wait, you've had a friend tell you, I don't want to engage in keeping this type of secret after you've already told them the secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what does that mean? So typically this was in situations where it was not, the secret wasn't about me. Okay. Right. I'm asking, I was asking them to hold some information. Mm-hmm. About someone else. Gotcha. So this was mo- stop tiptoeing <laughs> around. This was relationship stuff. Okay, got right? you. Okay. So like I'm confiding in a friend. Okay. About something that I'm dealing with with my partner. Okay. And I ask, don't don't say don't nothing say to nobody anything. about this. Okay. Right. And the friend then says, "This is not a, a secret that like I don't want." I don't want to engage in the holding of this. Okay. Right. Which means they're going to tell someone. Not necessarily that they're going to tell someone, but they don't want to get caught up in holding this. This. Okay. Right. So maybe don't share any more details about the situation, Mm -hmm. like find another option. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to me, I can respect that. Yeah, that's real. That's real. And also then what that made me do was pause and think about what is this bit of information that I'm asking them to hold? Mm Mm-hmm. Why am I asking them to keep this a secret? Yeah. And that allowed me to do some reflecting Mm -hmm. on, okay, well, maybe I don't need to be, this doesn't need to be a secret either. Like it really doesn't need to be a secret period. Right. That makes sense. And why am I wanting to hold this? Mm -hmm. Why is my partner wanting this not to be yeah. Why are they not being forced, wanting to be forthcoming with this information? Yeah. And maybe that's something we need to work through. For sure. That makes sense. And I do want to just add that when I said that I shared stuff with my therapist, sometimes people will share secrets with you that are heavy. Yes. Like I've had a bunch of people, you know, come to me about suicidal ideations and things like that. And I sometimes need support to yes. hold that secret for you. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go to a safe person that I know I can trust. So I can get some guidance on how can I support this person, whatever it yes. might be. So just wanted to add context because I am a vault, but sometimes a vault needs some help too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the next one is never talk bad about your coworkers. Now, this is like black girls that we're referring to like in the office. And what I mean by this is I think about scenarios where there are, I remember years ago, there was a black woman that I was working with and there were some colleagues, there were white colleagues that had an issue with her and they were talking about her. Mm-hmm. And even if I observe and realize the same issues, there's just a certain, there's just a certain way that I communicate about black people in the workplace. And I don't, yes. I don't jump on the bandwagon and go in like other people would, because I, I feel even if they're wrong, it's like, okay, if they're wrong, they'll, someone will find out that needs to find out and it'll happen, but I'm not going to be the one that's going to be the, de- that's going to contribute to the demise of another black person or that's going to put them in jeopardy of like losing their job or something like that. I feel like the powers that be will figure it out and they'll handle it. But I don't want to participate in those conversations. 
about black people, especially in company of in the company of other others. Yes, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Like. I might go, you know, depending on my relationship with that particular mm-hmm. person, that particular coworker, I might go and pull them to a side mm-hmm. later and say, hey, let's have a come to Jesus conversation. And we gonna, mm-hmm. I'm we're going to rally and get this person together. Yeah. But I'm not going to engage in talking shit about. Nope. I'm just now. Nah. Y'all know that some of y'all out here. We'll probably go to your other black coworkers and talk about that that black coworker, that mm-hmm. one coworker, mm-hmm. with your other black coworkers. Hmm. Okay, I can see but that. But you're not going to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely. I'm like, them. I can see doing that. Like, especially because if we're putting it in context, let's say it's a person. This particular situation is a black person who's like they are problematic. They out here doing the most. Like you, like sis, come on, get it together. I could see myself going to the black coworkers like, girl, what, what, we're trying to help. What is she doing? But I'm not going to go to the others and complain and do all that. I'm not going to participate. Nope. Don't mm-hmm. participate in it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I feel like we should probably save the last few codes for the after show. So lady, this is a good time for you to visit us at herspacepodcast.com. Click on Patreon, Wisdom Wednesday with Terry at the very top tab of the screen and you can get access to our Patreon, which has video content that has what we have a whole bunch of stuff there. We have ways that you can connect with us behind the scenes, video behind the scenes footage, ways that you can connect with us in a deeper, in a deeper way. So go support. We are also black founded, black funded and black owned. So these two voices that you hear, this is all us. This is what we created. We created this brand. We created this podcast for us, by us. And so if you want to support these two Black women, come support us on Patreon, okay? All right. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note, that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I attract abundance and prosperity with ease.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.